Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto. I'm not a big sports fan either, but I was watching the Worldwide Wrestling Female Edition the other day, and the crowd were a bunch of Wi-Fi screens tiled together. So each of the seats were just individual 4K screens. And then it showed people's reactions as they're watching these females wrestle. And it was very dystopian. Um, In fact, there was one shot where you could see all the screens like tiled together. They're literally stacked. But when you're looking at them face on, you see individual Skype sessions of people. Um, And that's interesting that you said that they patch in the audio. Um, I was wondering if you've seen the Worldwide Wrestling recently. And I've heard that the baseball, they're charging up to $30,000 per people to put their... Wowzers. Wowzers. You know, that's so interesting, man, behind the machine. The whole, that whole aspect of the dystopian sports shenanigans with the people popping up there as faces in the audience. I mean, you know, I mean, how interesting is that? Like, it's like, it's like a real life David Lynch movie or like uh, Black Mirror. In fact, this reminds me of the Black Mirror episode. It was one of the first ones in the first season with the uh, people riding on the bicycles just a beautiful analogy of what of what's going on in the just in the world in general these people riding on these bicycles riding on these bicycles hoping perhaps they can actually become one of the entertainment values that are replayed over and over and over maybe there are five different channels they play you know one channel is uh like a porn type of channel one channel is sort of a uh like a like a like a home video like a funniest home video channel uh one of them is a like a what are those called like an american america's got talent type of thing uh one of them i think is like a video game there there are a few of these and um these people are riding on the on the bicycles and they're just collecting credits collecting credits making the world go around basically and uh, and they're watching this entertainment on there. And so a couple of the people get the idea that they want to start auditioning to be the people who are on those TVs. And what's interesting in each of these auditions, you see that the audience is a virtual, it's virtual. It's like, it's not even actual people in a theater. It's just a bunch of like emojis up on the screen. And this kind of reminds me of that and it makes so much sense that they would charge people, you know, gosh, so much money to be on that screen. And that, I mean, but it, like, what a rotten thing to do. If you think about that, what a rotten thing, man, in this, in this day and age where we're in, I mean, I don't know if we can even call it a quarantine anymore, but we're in this pandemic where things are basically, you know, slowly opening, but the, things are still locked down. A lot of people tight on, you know, tight on money. Is this a way of, I mean, 
because there are you know there are people out there who got lots of money that that came in uh that their first i think that first check that came in was like seven thousand dollars or something for the unemployment uh stuff which combined you know retroactive uh pandemic uh unemployment assistance in there so you know if if they're charging six thousand dollars for something like this I don't know. I don't know. I'm just thinking, come on. These people are probably spending their hard-earned money just because their ego is telling them to do that. Their ego is in control. Telling them, hey, yeah, here's here's something you need to be need to be doing. Man. To be one of those little tiny blips up on a screen to say, I was there, and I'm putting there in quotes. I was there. I'm on that little screen. I mean, if you're going to spend 6000 or whatever that was to, to be on the screen for that, why not be an investor in, a, in an independent film and be an actor in that film? Or to say, hey, I helped produce this movie. I helped, you know, I acted in this movie. I helped produce this movie. I don't know. Everyone's got their own thing that they want to spend their money on. And that's the thing. The things that call, you know, it's what's so crazy. It's like the things that call out to me so strongly are probably things that other people are like, what the hell are you spending your money doing that for? That's ridiculous. What are you spending your time on doing that thing for? But I got to say, I'm out here with Marky, Marky Markington. It's a beautiful night. He's just sitting on a chair out here. I'm sitting on the other one. He's just sitting on the chair out here just enjoying the night, which, by the way, I'm using my new microphone which I'm so excited about. You'll hear one interview coming up, folks. By the way, thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. You will hear, uh, I believe it's the first interview with this microphone. What you're about to hear is from yesterday. Today is, uh, well, today's the third. Yesterday was the second. Yachtly Crew played at the Rubidoux Drive-In in Riverside, or as my friend Laura says, it's near Ran- Rancho Cucamonga, which has always just cracked me up, Rancho Cucamonga. Pangestu. Laura Laura Pangestu, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. If you're listening, Laura, hey. My fellow my fellow uh, Money Heist friend. You guys got to check out Money Heist, by the way. So you're going to hear an interview, which, by the way, is interesting because this definitely ties right in with the man behind the machine thing. At yesterday's drive-in show, we had screens up there. And, you know, it's so funny because I was thinking about that. Like, oh, interesting. If there were virtual people, if there were people who wanted to be, first of all, streaming the show to see the, the live, streaming live show, which they, they could have made some extra coins there if they had streamed the show live too. That would have been good. That's probably something that these drive-ins, an extra additional thing that they might want to think about doing is also live streaming the shows. Because why not? Come on. Offer, offer the opportunity. There's so many, there's so few select. I was going to say there's so many few select, which there are so many few select opportunities for bands these days. How many bands are out there in the world? So many few opportunities for bands these days to, to be playing. Here we are, Yachtly Crew, one of those few bands playing in one of the few venues that's allowing for that opportunity. And uh, we didn't have any virtual faces up there. Which, by the way, man behind the machine. I mean, what an interesting, delightful sort of sci-fi David Lynch 
uh, uh, situation, you know, that we, that, that we get to, to live in here where that kind of thing is a possibility, that kind of thing. Like, like it was necessary for a pandemic to happen in order for us to see this completely surreal like, if you or I would have brainstormed and go, oh my God, you know, imagine imagine someday where there's going to be people, you know, there's not actually going to be an audience, it's just going to be virtual people at home up on the screens watching the basketball game or whatever. It's like, and then someone would be like, well, that would never happen. Well, who would have ever thought the Cubs would have won the World Series? But they did. God, man. It's so interesting. So there are a lot of blessings hidden within this whole within the strangeness, if we could get past the politics, if we could get past uh, uh, that, and then just get back to just being a human. Like, I was astonished to learn. It's astonishing when you, when you see how friends and family... I had one family member decide not to like the other family member because one family member likes one political party and then the other family member likes a different political party but what what is stronger than that they've you know they're doing a great job if politics is 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 dividing families they're doing a great job doing that to keep us divided the idea is to come together come together right now america Come together, baby. Family and friends, that is stronger than politics. Don't let politics get in your way. Oh, my God. As I've said so many times before, my one family member, you know, it's like when you hear words coming out of people's mouths, you're like, okay, that is a direct representation of the media that you're watching. That's a direct representation of the news that you're burying your brain in. It's funny, you hear people go, well, you can't keep your head buried in the sand. Well, sand is just a metaphorical analogy for anything. You keep your some people bear, you know, I say people keep their heads buried in the sand if they're if if they've got the news on 24/7 and politics is 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 governing their lives. If that's you, my apologies. I don't hate you. I'm just letting you know there's some brainwashing, big time brainwashing going on. So I can tell when when people are, because uh, I you know I might not seek out the news, but I'll tell you if I'm on Twitter, if I'm on YouTube, or if I'm somewhere, it's unavoidable. This stuff is crashing itself. It's way into my into my into my search engine bars. It's showing me what new hot news topics I need to be looking at right now. These articles, so I know peripherally what's going on. So it's not burying your head in the sand, it's burying your head in what you're burying your head in. If I'm burying my head in creativity or burying my head in politics and news, which one is giving me most satisfaction, making me feel good, and which one is really actually truly helping me change the world? Uh, Art, which everybody goes to in the times of desperation, in the times of depression, in the times of please let me out of this, I need to go listen to uh, some Van Morrison right now. I need to go listen to some Bob Dylan. I need to go listen to whatever it is that you... Uh, 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 Joni Mitchell. I need to go listen to some Beach Boys right now. Got to get my head out of this. Uh, whether it's music, whether it's movies, whether it's, oh, I got to watch you know this movie again. I know it's going to cheer me up. Life of Pi. I got to watch it again. It's going to cheer me up. I know it's going to give me good vibes. It's... 
Entertainment is the thing. It's imagination, and yet so many of us mock it, huh? We mock imagination as a frivolous thing, yet imagination is the very first thing that we're going to to help, help us cope with society, help us cope with ourselves. Man. So everyone's burying their head in something. Everyone's burying their head in something, whether it's a cause, whether it's a club, whether it's a society, whether it's a culture, cult, culture. Um, it's just whatever's floating your boat at that time. What's exciting you? I would say if whatever cult you're bearing your mind into, if it gives you excitement, it give, if it gives you new avenues and new paths of make, uh, connecting the dots with your relationship to the world, um, if it if it enables you to be better to yourself, in turn being better to your society, in the conversations that you're having with people, I mean those those are important cults to bury yourself into, cultures to bury yourself into. Um, that's the information. It's information, really information. It's like what are you putting in the blender? What are you going to be drinking? Well, I'll drink myself some CNN, and then after that, you know, then I'll throw some. Let me throw some. Uh, ABC News in there. Let me throw some Fox and then let's get an hour's worth of NPR. Let's blend it up. Okay. You get what you pay for. You get what you drink, buddy. <laughs> you know, you know. if you're complaining of headaches and, and, and hating the world and hating yourself, well, let's take a look at what the food products is we're eating here. Anyway, you're going to be listening to, most importantly, <laughs> some extraordinary behind-the-scenes um... Billingsley, Sean Billingsley from Jungle Fire. Jungle Fire is Essay. Those of you who know Essay is Essay is the guy from 311. Paulie Shores, I got to tell you, he, he knows people wherever we go. It just, it just astounds me, man. It's one of the beautiful things about Yachtly Crew. Pure love songs. Love songs. Something everyone can agree on. Where, whether you're wearing a mask or not. Whether you're uh, a donkey or an elephant, <laughs> you know, it's 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 love songs. It it's strolls down memory lane, times where things were carefree and oh, I just want to love people, just want to hug them. That's what we're doing here, folks. <laughs> Yachtly crew. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. By the way, and you didn't hear it from me, but there might be a live stream coming up, a special one. That's it. I can't get in trouble for that. But having said that, I will neither confirm nor deny what I just said. <laughs> oh, God. Get ready, folks. Get ready. Get ready for, for a, a hayride of hilarity. Maceo, Maceo. Oh, Maceo, Maceo. Yeah. So it's funny. So this, like, they did a kind of like a word of mouth. Like, we want to audition a couple guys as a sub. And so I went in and did that. Ended up getting, you know, getting the gig. And I was just going to sub for him. And then he just decided, I think him and the, the original singer are doing their own band. Um, like, on, I think it's all on good terms. So they're like, do you want to do this? And, you know, it's really funny because they had so many gigs booked that it was like that I want to do it but I have other things and I don't know what to 
shit, now I gotta sub out, try not to get fired from everything. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything all got canceled, so it's great. Everybody wants you. I don't know about that, but oh. but yeah, it was funny, and then it was like everything canceled. You're like, great. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so are you guys doing kind of this stuff too right now? Just second, third? Third one or oh yeah, our third show during COVID. Yeah. Okay, cool. We only did another drive drive-in. The other one was Apollo Casino. We did Apollo Casino. We did that uh, a couple like weeks that. ago. Yeah. Maybe three weeks That's a cool setup. Yeah. It was totally cool. Yeah. yeah, it was great. You just couldn't bring alcohol up to the room, which sucked. It's so weird. It was like the, the, what do you call it, the speakeasy times? What was that? The prohibition. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, got, well, we all got rooms, so we were, you know, I heard ahead of time. So I packed all my booze uh, around my uh, night coat and like all my clothes. Uh, and they did. They didn't. Actually, the trick was they checked my wife's bag first, which had all the like poofy underwear and like like panties <laughs> and stuff. And they're like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. And I put mine up there, and they're like, okay, sir, you're fine. Go ahead. They oh. Don't want to pry into my anymore in my private. I love life. it. Yeah. You did. It was like a. What do they call that? I snuck in two bottles of wine and a case of white cloths. Holy cow! There you go. And I had one white cloth the whole weekend. Classic and didn't drink anything else. Oh. <laughs> I think we're going to go check, but dude, we'll, we'll talk afterwards. Maybe. Oh, totally. Great yeah, book, by the way. Slaughterhouse Five is just phenomenal. Phenomenal book, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it was really funny, man. My my oldest son, who was in, well, he's actually a freshman in high school now, but he, uh, wow. in sixth grade, they had to like, pick a book, so I gave him this. Awesome. And he loved it, and we fucking got a call from his teacher, who was very cool. She's like, do you know he's reading Slaughterhouse Five? And we're like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I gave it to him. She's like, just making sure. Oh, know? my God, that's brilliant. I was like, what is this, like 1960? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> What yeah. a great teacher. What's up? I said, what an awesome teacher. Yeah, she was totally cautious. She's like, oh, it's great. Just want to make sure. Yeah. So, Vonnegut is so good. I don't know if I would have done that. I would have been like, cool. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know if I would have called So, Paulie, what, what are you doing now? Because you said you have to go to the to the office. Look at this. my new microphone, by the way. Oh, hey. Is that, I like is how, that cool? I like how the Inspirado Projecto is always improvising with the new audio uh, inputs. Like I, I hear, you're so right. I hear during your, your program that you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just speaking without a microphone now. Oh, now I'm trying this microphone, this new microphone I got. Oh, I left my microphone at home. So you're all listening to yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. show without any. <laughs> so right. this is a new one, huh? Oh, so yeah, this is a brand new one. Tell the at-home listeners what, we're look, what I'm looking this at. This is the first time we're actually recording this. Samsonic? This is a Sam's, oh, Saramonic uh-huh. uh, Smart Mic Mini. So what makes it smart? Can it, like, tell you where the nearest beer is or... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, it's blipping right now, yeah. The Uber driver, there's, too, for offering you to have your beer or something? says there's beer at the Circle K nearby. We're booing up in the world. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. That's right. You're going to need, right. a, uh, like, a, what do you call the crew that carries around the cameras and... The, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, like my own sound crew. The yeah, guy own, the boomstick. You're going to need the Inspirado... Oh, Inspirado Projecto. Oh. Uh sound crew and they're gonna have to carry all your be your paparazzi that's right it, posting pictures of the instagram of the instantaneous oh yes podcast oh my god right that now. would just be so funny mm-hmm. you know what i'm upset though is that guy who had like a band with his brother you met him at the diamond casino in arizona oh yeah and he had, that said guy. He had a band with his brother called the stretch something or other and you said oh i'm gonna post this after an interview and you never did did it come later in the podcast uh what po- post what uh, you said after the interview, you were interviewing this guy. Oh, yes, and he, yes, yes, yes. And he had these like thirty songs. He said he was gonna, he could, he he had written with his brother. And you're like, oh, why yes, don't yes, you yes, have yes. any of them recorded? Just oh, record yes. them. And, oh, your kids are singing them. Have your kids sing oh, on it gosh. too. Oh my gosh, that's right, that's and, right. And so uh, that's right. 
so he never I sent me any. What, I forget. Yes, that's what I was upset about. Okay, you should have at least. Wait, said that oh, you would have which been like, by the way, which by the way, I do have one of his songs, and I'll play it right after this interview. And I listened to the whole interview just to hear the song. Oh my god! Well, I do. I do have his number. His name is Anthony, maybe. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I, I put Anthony Arizona in my phone. Yeah. Let's see if Anthony Arizona's in there. You can look that up while you're recording. I, yes, wow. luckily, luckily. Technology is an amazing thing. So I just can't make an actual recording if I'm, if I'm, let's see, is it Anthony? So it's not recording Anthony right Tucson, now. there it he is. is. It's red, that means it's recording right now. Oh yeah, it's recording. We are live. So that's good. Okay, Anthony Tucson, I'm going to get a hold of him. This is good. You can hold me accountable in those Anthony Tucson, only Anthony on Tucson. Inspirado Projecto. You're listening to an interview with Stony Shores and his musical brother. Bolly Shores. Oars, oars. Oars, oars, oars. So, um... So you just have to, uh, and that whole episode. I gotta get a hold of him and tell him this. Yeah, but that whole episode was awesome because it really you like you were on this kick during that interview. You were like, "This is what this whole show is about." Oh yes, creating this recording with your children, and then they have something to share. Like they listen to it their whole lives. They have children. Yes, and so the children they have. Ostensibly, the, the original, you know, the singer you were talking to on the recording. Oh yeah, have their own. So now you have three generations. You get his grandkids to then take that recording of them the, the, those first generations record on top of that they now we're talking 150 years later whatever have their own kids and they have this old whatever form of recording and music oh hopefully gosh. they'll be able to they can transfer eight they can eight tracks to, to digital so oh I'm gosh. sure they got anything so later 150 years from now they'll have the original recording and then so four generations and then oh. you can just keep you know what I oh mean oh my god like okay. by the time they get it like 400 years from now there'll be like a whole chorus this of is their good. previous oh my ancestors god. this is what I need to do then is I need to okay I'll get a hold of Anthony from Tucson I'll ask him to send me one of the songs I'll go back to that episode I'll get that interview and I'll only edit that little that little interview with him so then immediately it was a great great interview I can the stick the, the the song in there thank Cause, you, cause thank you, you. Get, it's fun it's fun listening because you get to hear how your ideas like you just you, you got this one idea in your head and you're like okay you turn on the recorder like it's gone from one segment to the next you're like, okay I got this idea and it, you maybe you had written it down I don't know how you format your show but maybe you had written it down but like it, you you hear it during that segment 10 minute by 30 sometimes it goes on for like 20 minutes you're like oh, yes. you're oh, riffing yes. on that original idea oh, yes. and you're like this leads to that and this leads, and then you start getting into some weird pronunciations and things and you're like oh, I love the play on words 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 you'll say and Antonai or whatever no, you start, you start pronounce, over pronouncing all of the consonants and syllables so my, my favorite format, this feels like it's a review of all the latest podcasts I've been listening because yeah. really this is how I've been filling my days. I oh have a classroom God. with no music students. I am doing lesson plans. Half of my job, no, 95% of my job now is data entry. So I'm like, and a lot Whoa. of it is, I just changed, now that I'm doing nine weeks of lesson plans, I'm like doing the same format every week. I just put different, punch, plug in different material. So it gets to be like, kind of a rope so like 65% of oh. my 95% of work is rope I can oh do it without my gosh the, so I'll pop onto your podcast and I'll listen to like seriously like four hours oh my go god by and I listen to like several podcasts oh my god that's incredible that's so, so crazy I always go back and to be honest I have a little guilty pleasure I mainly hone in on which episodes do you think oh yeah the Atlee Crew ones oh, the, there's so many there's there, so many golden I, it's ones crazy up, I behind the, the scenes and like and and like 
like leading up, you could hear yourself talking about like all the momentum building up. And I, you know what I was bummed about was that you were not able to do that at Disneyland. I know. You know what I mean? That would have been a cool uh, memory to go back and listen to. Oh, Our future selves. Oh, I'm vibrating. I, I think we were uh, so paranoid I think about. The van is here. Oh no, that's a that's a. Uh, Set up. That's is that a, a spam call? Robocall. Why don't we talk to them? Close to my phone number. Let's oh, talk really? to them. Let's so? talk to Yeah, right now on Inspirato okay. Projecto. Hello, you're on Inspirato Projecto. Hi. Thank you, caller, for being on Inspirato Projecto podcast. And what's your name? Oh. They didn't want to talk, I guess. They didn't like the idea they of being on the podcast. They were because they know all of the moguls that the ears reach from this podcast. All of the, <laughs> right. the movie, all the, 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 the stuff, the guys that make things yeah. happen, the movers and shakers. Yeah, yeah. He got intimidated. He's like, I'm just not ready for this spot. Yeah. You know, you know, success is uh, a combination of hard work and luck. They obviously got lucky, but did yeah. not feel they were up. Like, they hadn't That's done the great. hard work. That's such a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah they got lucky, they, but they didn't put in the hard work. Yeah, so they so, just melted. They yeah, just they melted. Missed, they missed their opportunity. They're put. They're put on the spotlight, and they just oh. didn't know what to do. Um, they had no idea what to do. It's so funny that you know you could take someone who says that they're not scared of anything, someone who's like you know, you know, tough and like oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But then you go, okay, now go ahead and say something in front of these people, and they're like, oh, oh, oh. or okay, go yes, ahead and sing right. something. They right. cold feet. Yeah, it's all of a sudden it's like wow, you know. Now they're kind of stuck in this cra- strange situation. And, uh, like, for instance, have you ever, um, are you a fan of Bruce Campbell? No, I love, that's the other thing is I hear of so many people that I don't, never would have heard of if I hadn't listened to the oh my Inspirado God. Projecto. I get introduced to new characters Holy all cow. the time. Oh no, God. say it's his name, Bruce what? Bruce Campbell, he was in uh, Evil Dead. Have you ever seen Evil Dead or oh, Army God. of Darkness? No, but I've heard you refer to it many, oh many times. I've seen so parts of Evil Dead, I think. He is so funny. So in one of his books, it was about how they went about making Evil Dead, which was like the first movie that they made before they made Army of Darkness. And um, they're shooting like in in like a, um, the woods of Michigan. No way. And there were these like just like, strange people that would come upon the set every once in like a while. Like the Blair Witch Project kind of thing? They were in, right. in the, in the, in the yeah, woods? Yeah, because Evil Dead takes place in one like cabin. And they were out there, very low budget film. And... Um, these these people would come around the set and be like, you know, locals, like, what are you doing over here? Oh, we're shooting a movie. Oh, you're shooting a movie, huh? Why don't you give me a part? And, no you know, way. these tough guys, you know, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, I could be an actor. And they're like, oh, that's great. Okay, good. Come on in here. We're going to do a scene right no now. No way. And then so then they would they would put this guy and and Bruce would start improvising with the guy. This and was then, Evil Dead? Oh, yeah, yeah. During Evil Dead. Okay. Party time. Excellent. I want to hear more about Gary Busey. So Sam Sam Raimi, who Uh, did Spider-Man, he would pretend to start rolling the camera. And Bruce would start talking with the guy. Bruce Bruce. Bruce Campbell. He would start talking with the guy who came in there who's like, I want to be in a movie. And the guy just melted. It was like once the the spotlight was on him, he's like, "Uh, uh, okay, I want to go home now. (laughs) (laughs) It was just great. We shall talk more later. Yeah. Are you at a reasonable starting point? We are going on the inside here. We got Rob and Dusty here. Right here. Budo drive in to the right stage, uh, stage left of the stage, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You're looking out on top of the stage. We're stage left. Oh, yes. Uh, with near the uh, video crew. Oh, yeah. And Dusty and uh, Rob are setting up, setting up the set. Uh, oh, yeah. Metalashi's, uh, they're, they're uh, setting up. You can hear their violinist setting up on stage. Oh, yeah. Um, this is just a little bit of the uh, 
the magic that you get to experience through Inspirado Projecto. I'm Pauly Shores, and he's... That's right. And I am Stony Shores, ladies and gentlemen. Inspirado Projecto. Ladies and gentlemen, never again will you hear such a fine theme song. So we got the drums. The drums are getting set up here. Uh, hello. There are three screens here today. There are three screens. Yep. Have you ever been to this drive-in, Robin? What? Have you ever been to this drive-in? I have not, sir. No. How are you going to um, I, think, I think they're super focused right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're up against the clock, and they they got to put the um, cables in that oh, board shit, over yeah. there where Chris is at on the That's stage, right? right? Snare bottom put on the gong. That clip's not going to work on there, though. That clip's not going to work on the gong drum. Yeah. Maybe just for the channel? We got Baba Booey here, ladies and gentlemen. Baba Booey in here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Oh, yeah. He's a natural, ladies and gentlemen. He went to voice over college school. This man has got the golden voice and the golden bass. <laughs> the man with the golden bass. Actually, um, I did most of my tutelage under Baba Booey because in some of the, um, the uh, initial... Um, Yachtly Crew, I mean, sorry, Inspirado Projecto podcast that you did with Yachtly Crew. Oh, yes. Um, Chaz, I mean, Baba Booey was, uh, he developed the, what do you call that, the, uh, the, the, the plug when you, when you, oh, like, gosh, on the radio. Right. Yes, he where did. You say, where you, where you, like, remind, listen. Like the jingle? It's 10, 10, 15 p.m. and you're listening to blah, blah, blah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And they have, like, a little tone, or a song or something. Yes. But he was really good because he would just come on during one of your podcasts, just walk by, like, backstage in a green room, setting up oh, yeah. or something. And he'd see you with your podcast and he'd just oh, yeah. walk by in the middle of Tommy's interview. That's right. That's right? And he'd come by right, and go, right. you're listening to Inspirano Projecto. <laughs> oh, no, he'd say, I'm Baba Booey, and oh, you're yeah. listening to blah, blah, blah. And I studied exactly um, how he, his, his timing, oh, yeah. his, enun- his pronunciation, oh, yeah. um, his energy level, oh, yeah. and his commitment level. Like, I studied up on all of that so oh, that when I had my moment in the sun, I knew that I'd be yeah. able to step up to the it's mic a, and say, a, I'm Pauly Shore, 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 Shore. And you are experiencing the mind-altering, life-changing sourceful experience and over all mind and body and spirit experience known as 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 Inspirado Projecto yeah ladies and gentlemen and gentlemen gentlemen. you're getting you're getting a unique experience here today on this 109 degree day at the Rubido Drive-In with Metalachi warming up on stage. Oh yeah, there are at least 15 guitars up on stage and there are probably twice as many performers as well. Sometimes multiple performers on one instrument. It's very interesting to see that that, um, mariachi um, 
sorry, mariachi um, exclusive instrument known as the guitadon. Oh, yeah. There are 15 people playing on each string on each right string. now. It is very remarkable. I don't know how they make it work because they have to get the vibration exactly at the right time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, when you uh, pluck a string, oh, it yeah. vibrates at 440 hertz or something. Oh, yeah. And then you pluck it like at the 12th fret and it's like double that or something. Right, and then it's 880. So they have to do all that math. All that math in their head. Oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not talking out my rear. Really, this is true. Well, they they, true, they, true they didn't stuff. sign up for that. They were like, "This is beyond my pay grade. Uh, we're gonna have to uh, do math here." Not the fifth fret. Come on, number eleven. It's supposed to be on the tenth Come on, fret. Number eleven. You're you totally screwed up our note on yeah. La Cucaracha, ACDC, uh, Hell's Bells, whatever yeah. song we're doing right now. I mean, come on, you knocked this off on off course here. Come on, uh, keep your eyes on the prize. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know how they do it. They're, Simple they're, math, people. They're remarkable. You throw in a couple of pluses and minuses. You put it. You put it in the machine, and you got an equal sign. Ooh, ooh! It sounds like we got some. Uh, we got some uh, sign. We got the Seinfeld bassist up on stage. I think. Does he need the Seinfeld bassist? Yeah, Kramer. <laughs> oh wait, there's Kramer. <laughs> this uh, Kramer, the Seinfeld bassist. I am Kramer, the Seinfeld bassist. Oh, here it is. It's not like it. There it is. There it now is. we just need a laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, oh, Jerry. <laughs> I got place for suicidal tendencies. He does? Yeah, he's a suicidal bassist. No way. Yeah. Who's with the suicidal tendencies? That bass player. Oh, who does the... the, Kramer. the, the Kramer. Are you serious? Yeah. Did he also record oh the theme? Oh, my God. Did he record the theme for Seinfeld? <laughs> it's incredible. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, Kramer is a part of the suicidal tendencies. It's it's remarkable. It's strange. He wrote over half of their songs. <laughs> this guy, this guy, this. G- <laughs> That's right. After the what? After he dropped the N word. Remember when Kramer went all ape shit on that um, no. stand up comedy thing? No, and he dropped, I live yeah, in the, I live like in the deep he, he dropped the N bomb like I don't know nine times or something. It was probably like fifteen everybody. years ago or so. Yeah, it ruined his career. Yeah. Oh, Kramer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember Kramer. Yeah. I was in Philly at the He's time. He's like, you I guys are that. Yeah. 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 Wasn't it at a comedy place yeah. in LA? Well, and like the comedy a, store, one the, of the most like famous bands Yeah. Or well, and that's, of course, it led to the famous courtroom drama, Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> so, whatever happened with that then? He just, like. <laughs> He, he, he seemed to. <laughs> he seemed. Oh, yeah. He seemed to. Uh, he. He. Um, yeah, Kramer didn't seem to get in a big, very much trouble for that. He. I mean, he just. I did. He did. You, you did. Like that. I did a neti pot the other yeah. night. So oh I didn't God. need that. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing like a good. Uh, brewski enema. Oh, uh, no. Through White the nose. claw up the nose. That's even more oh, that carbonated. Was White claw up the nose. White oh, my claw. God. White claw on my sinus cavities. Oof. Oh. Cavity? Cavity? I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hasn't made an appearance. Cavity? That's a lot of gravity. That hasn't made an appearance since the uh, David Bowie times. Oh, my gosh. Think. It's right. I'm sorry. 
There's some excellent. I gotta say, can is it? Can this be included? Yeah, you can sure. always edit Absolutely. it out of your no, podcast. No, no, this is. You life. can edit this it out of this podcast later. I don't know deal. why you would, because it's a real, it's a real life, and it's, it's a real deal, baby. And and David Bowie is actually an integral, like, like he's just an angel hovering over all of us. Not mm. like he died; he didn't die. He's just <laughs> the spirit is with us <laughs> oh all the time. I nearly choked on my Because everything, like the energy that we all started with, with that. that I mean, I wasn't even there. He was one of the the cornerstones, the founding oh. members. Oh yeah. Of, of Yachtly Crew. Yes, yes. I mean, he was the vocalist for a little bit from what I understand so this energy has flowed through us at every single show so I remember some great interview I had at the uh, Diamond Diamond Casino in Arizona oh yeah and he was given his whole uh, his whole uh, philosophy about gambling oh right right and um, he was like I feel an energy like I can tell and I just watch I watch for patterns and I feel the energy I feel the oh, vibe yeah. whatever gives me the first buzz I go for that oh yeah and you talk like a pro like how you feel like oh my god just how you feel about um, like the, the energy in the universe oh, like yes. you can feel you can feel an energy and like when people are feeding off you or being creative there's this energy about it oh my he gosh. was talking about that energy oh my gosh and when he was in the casino like he could feel it off of it, was oh hit, it was hit, fascinating and he was very successful wasn't he? he was he was and he'd get a look in his eyes he'd get a look in his eyes i remember on the cruise oh my gosh the yeah. cruise and um, he loved it he was there the whole time he was he was on top of that stuff Oh my God! He he never. I don't think he ever left the uh, casino on the cruise. I don't think he was there the whole time. He. I saw him like on stage with us a couple times. Oh yeah, he was on stage. Um, with us but besides that, you're right. He was in the casino most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in the um, what do you call the the long hallway that had our rooms in it? Is that like oh the, yeah, the stove. Oh stow? yeah, that's or, right. Where our rooms at the bottom? The, uh, oh, the yeah. hole, the We're hole on, of the boat. We're on floor five thousand. Floor 5000 That sounds like a good science fiction film Floor 5000 Floor 5000 Yeah Oh, Seinfeld's back Yikes Dude, this is, this is awesome This is so fun to look at all this stuff And to see how this is all unfolding before our eyes With all these wonderful people Holy moly So, um I got a sh- I got tools. I got tools too. No shed. I got tools. I got. He's got a he's got a uh, what do you call it? Like a, a uh, he has a pick. A pin. Pickety. Like a pen with a button on it. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, like like uh, 311 style. Like a vapor thing. My those new kind of electronic those, music. Vapor waves were ever on everywhere on 311. Anywhere. You don't know what goes in them. Yeah, yeah. Because you know all you the, like the You just like the flowers. All the other ones that are, the people are having problems with? You just like light. the flower. Oh, right. The flower is all you need. Although I did like that. That's um, not saying that that's any better than the flower. Right, right. You know, I have a, I have a guilty um, confession. Yes. Um, I actually enjoyed every second of that whole tour experience. Oh my god, every second. That was. The, the 311, 311. 311 cruise. That was so I was just great. looking at those pictures today. I was yeah. like, man, that was such a good time. Such a good time. Oh, it was. Every second of it. I love, I, I love running into Sony on the beach. He's like, dude. <laughs> dude. Dude, I did acid last night. I watched the sunset come up. So, so this is <laughs> point A. That's right. Here is edit point A. <laughs> Beep. Edit point. Here's edit. 
Stop it. Cut this part out from now on of the Dude, don't play you this seen next the part. Sunset last night. It was incredible. Don't don't record. Don't put don't publish this next part. We got you. Don't, it was cut, a life changing experience. Cut this. Okay. Right. I got to do <laughs> I got to do solar I, 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 I solar And then I told my chick, I go, I think Stoney dropped acid. <laughs> I did. I know he did. He was my roommate. Oh I my did. God. I walked into oh the room God. and he had his phone on his lap. He was sitting there with some people that I didn't know and he, and he just back. <laughs> Get this, get this. I come into the room like oh one night from like 10, 9 p.m. until like 3, 3 in the morning and he's laying on the bed with his phone on his lap and his alarm is going off and he's not even waking up from like 9 p.m. until 3 in the morning. We're just sitting there on the that was the best time ever. <laughs> I think that was after you had hung out with uh, Slim Jim guy. Oh, name? yeah, the Slim Jim guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah Macho, Macho Man Macho Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, my God. one of my top ten favorite trips ever. Me, too. Oh, it was so enjoyable. It was so enjoyable. We're going to 311, though. We're going to go. Are you going to go? Uh, I, I, I think I am. I think I am. You should go. It's like, yeah. I think you might be able to squeeze in somebody's car. Dude, we yeah. might as well. We might as well go, I think dude. we might have... I mean, my car is full, but I think... Uh, well, I think Jenny was t- thinking about going, so oh. I'll, I'll probably happen with her and if her boyfriend goes. She's got a boyfriend now? Yeah, she's got a boyfriend. He's a good guy. I really he like him. He better be, because, dude, her. you'll kill him if he's Dude, not. yeah, well, you know, I, I give him two thumbs up, okay. four thumbs up. The guy's just like, if I can put my big pinky toes up, uh, the toe toes up, toe thumbs up. He's, uh, he, he's a really good guy. He's a great conversationalist, and he's a therapist, so he's like, he's considerate, you know? He's not trying, he's... He sounds like a smart dude. He's a, he is a smart That's dude. for her, man. She needs yeah. Dude, yeah, I'm she's, so happy. She's a great girl. I'm, she's super awesome. Oh, I'm so glad. I love, I, love how, um, I love how you stick up for your family on your podcast, too. You're like... Anybody messes with my family? <laughs> the universe is lucky I'm a good guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The universe is lucky that I'm not a villain. I'll yeah. tell you because... Tebow! Tebow! There he is! Tebow! Did you watch that Seinfeld thing? <laughs> I did! Because I'm a Tebow kind of guy. You, you, ever since you said that, he was just so... He's like, nah, I think that's going to be my nickname. Yeah. Tebow. Tebow. Like, he just... He just he's like, his from own now nickname. on, you can call me and they go, Coco the monkey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Golden Monkey. Coco the Monkey. That's why I said that, so you can see where the origin of T-Bone came. Dude, I love it. He's like, you can't be... He's like, you can't be a T-bone. There's no T in your name. Yeah, you he's can't like, be a T-bone. He can't Come on. a G-bone. He's yeah, like, yeah. There's a G-spot. He's like, that's a myth. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's a myth. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so great. There's no T in your name. There's no T. G-bone. G-bone. <laughs> G-bone. That's a myth. That's a myth. G-spot. That's a myth. Oh, my God. What is it? That, what's your amulet today? What is that? Quartz oh, so this is selenite this was given to me by by a woman who um, was beautiful she, she told me made so those? many benefits yeah she made this this was made this I is called, that one copper right it's called moldavite it? well that's copper around yeah. a, a, a mineral called moldavite like, and it, which comes from space that actually comes from uh like meteors. I wonder so you I, always I know, have such amazing vibes about you. I know. I know. You, have, you have heavenly rock upon your I do. Your drone. From what you told me, this is one of the most high, highly vibrating materials. Really? Uh, Does it make uh, rose water and and selenite are the highest vibrating materials? Do do they? Uh, cause do they create more synchronicities? I feel like they do, and and I definitely have noticed uh, uh, 
more lucid dreams. I, I have noticed. Oh, wow, tell me more. Like, holy cow, when I first got it, I was having lucid dreams so much to the extent that um, I was barely sleeping. I had a guitar on. Oh my god, that guitar on is awesome. That is good. That is good. So what are the names of all the instruments you play? Um, in all play, of their variations. Okay, starting from the bottom, I play contrabass saxophone. I don't own one, but I play one. I play uh, bass saxophone. I don't own one, but I play one. I own, uh, own and play, so I can show up anytime at your doorstep for any of your baritone saxophone needs. I own and play the following instruments. Baritone saxophone, tenor saxophone, uh, alto saxophone, um, soprano saxophone, and I also have, which I thought was a total myth, uh, until I, uh, someone gifted me one from the 1930s. It's a collector's item, and uh, it's worth, I'm not going to tell you, but it's a prized item of mine because it's a curved, curved soprano. Oh, my God. I never thought anything of before. I was like, that's just a gimmick. Like, uh, people play it because it looks, it looks like a little toy. You see it sometimes when I play. You guys make fun of me. Is that the like, one? Is that the yeah. one? The tiny, tiny? You guys make fun of me. You're like, that's the, the world's tiniest saxophone. T-Rex arms it's or something. Amazing like it's amazing so to tiny. think that so that the thing has soprano. that kind of sound in there. It, it's a silver, solid silver horn. Oh, my God. And it has the warmest tone. Oh, my God. Because soprano is associated with high notes. So that's usually true. they're piercing. Like Kenny G's got oh a good God, tone. He so plays true. the straight. Kenny G plays the straight sax, soprano sax. Oh, oh. Um, but uh, I think it's Eric Marienthal. Oh, no, no, no. Who was it? Uh, Dave Cos, maybe. Plays a curved soprano. And it's the same exact model and make of my... Maybe not the same year. But it's a, a con. I can't remember the, the, um, the model number. But it sounds so warm. And it's curved. So the sound comes out right near your ears instead of straight at the ground. Oh my so God. it's a bet you can monitor it. And you can play it in tune. It's harder to play in tune. But you can tell quicker if you're in tune. Because the sound's not going away from you. Oh. It's going up oh. to your ear. Oh. And it's a, so fun to play. Oh. Like, the hardest part is the neck strap because you got to find a tiny little like clarinet <laughs> neck strap. Because otherwise, <laughs> it's so hard. People oh would think, God. oh, because it's tiny, it's not heavy. You don't need a neck strap. Right. But um, you actually do because when you when you play the notes where you don't have any fingers down, oh, your thumbs have oh, all the weight because the way you hold the saxophone, oh, my God. The, the pressure points are on the thumb. Oh, my God. And so if you don't have a neck strap, Dude. you go to play that zero note, the C sharp, Whoa. the saxophone will slip out of your hands uh -oh. if you're not careful because uh -oh. the thumb rest uh -oh. is very small. So you need a neck strap. And it looks funny when you play the neck strap because it oh looks God. like it looks like somebody who's wearing a shirt that's too big that oh they're like God. trying to cinch it up <laughs> and like I like really like like yeah. like all com like oh confined my in my God. little my little yeah. soprano sax little configuration it looks oh totally uncomfortable. It does not look cool. Oh it's God. not like the trombone where you're like my instruments. Oh yeah, rowing and I'm blowing oh, yeah. into your faces. Oh, yeah. It's like. It looks like a boo, boo, boo. looks like a Fisher Price saxophone. It does have that but look it about it. It's so, astonishing. It sounds so beautiful. So the, oh I own two soprano saxophones: a straight one and a curved one. And then I uh, own and play uh, a regular flute, a C flute. And I own and play a piccolo, which is the same thing as flute, just an octave higher and much smaller. Uh, think stars and stripes forever. This is a famous piccolo solo in that. Oh, and I think in Hotel California too, there might be a little piccolo. Oh yeah. Oh no! Uh, there is an um, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, that that Chevy Chase video with um, Paul Simon. Yes. Uh, what what is that song? Yeah, that one. Um, I think there's a piccolo solo in that, but you play it on the you play it so well on the keyboard. 
that you you play it in our show. But I think there's a piccolo in that. I also play a bass clarinet. So wait, can you play a piccolo? Yes. Oh my god. And I own and play a bass clarinet. Jeez. And then I own and play a regular B flat clarinet. And uh, let's see. I own a piano, but right now my son, who's six years old, who's been taking two months of lessons, can already sight read better than me on the piano. I can play any song via chords if I listen to it. Have you been jamming with him? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is that crazy or what? Is that awesome or what? Keep this off. Keep this rolling. Okay. Oh my god. I gotta show you this. I gotta show you this video. Okay. This is my son. Can we go be over here so it's a little quieter? We have no. We have no. I'm not using the microphone by now. Right now, by the way. I like to use the microphone when we're sitting or something. Oh yeah. So I gotta find. Oh the album. God. I'm so glad you guys are it's jamming in, together. It's in uh, videos. So I got to find, find a video, and it's about a one and a half minute video wow. of my son. He had just practiced all of his songs for his piano lesson. Oh my god! And he kind of like at the end of it, he's done with his last song. He plays through them like two or three times, and he's like, he's just he's he's not done playing, but he's played his songs a few times. So he wanted to keep playing, but he just wanted to like play, like literally play. And he made up his own stuff, like he was doing these really like polyrhythmic, like syncopated rhythms. Uh, uh, it's oh all in the key of C, and you can hear little oh elements, little elements of uh, Yankee Doodle. Oh my gosh, it's incredible! Uh, Yankee, I think it's Yankee Doodle. You'll you'll hear it in the in the melody. So he It'll just starts improvising. Yeah, he's just totally riffing in the key of C. Check it out. Oh no, those are his real songs. Okay, listen to those. Still better. Here's the next one. What was the name of that song? Yankee Doodle. That Yankee was Doodle. Yeah. What was that song called? The one you just played. Oh, Elephant Ride. Elephant Ride, and then next right. one now is. Now he's gonna play Yankee Doodle, and it has oh, this cool dominant seven intro. Oh, there's his sister. Yankee Doodle, are you ready Look for Yankee Doodle? Like wearing a cape. All right, let's hear it. Concert like Master. Yeah. Gotta reach the, the pedal. He's got the sustain pedal. You can't see it, but he's too short, so he has to stand up. Oh wow. Dominant seven intro. Yeah, that's great. Dominant seven intro. And here's the song right now. Oh, he's doing the arpeggio again at the beginning. <laughs> that's his baby sister, Lavinia. Oh my gosh. He's just practicing the intro a bunch of times. Oh, Dominant wow. seven chord. Oh my gosh, that is great. Okay, so here's his soloing. Here's where he's improvising. There you go. Oh my I God, gotta find it. Because he improvises. I he like it. totally, uh, maybe I got it at the wrong time. Uh, maybe it was a different time. Oh my gosh, it was so awesome. Maybe this is it. We're rolling. And you say you've jammed with him before? Yeah, but this is a jam session where he just, oh, here it is. I caught him, this is where I caught him jamming. It's all improvised. Little Yankee Doodle right there. Oh. 
is incredible. That is incredible. He just showed me a video of his son just jamming on the on the In piano. The PSC, check it out. Just jamming, jamming on it. Only the white keys. Yeah, only the white keys. <laughs> we will talk more later, ladies and gentlemen. Nars bars. PBR. So I know you're a fan of, uh, but you, you know, you've got lots of pirate jokes. And before I, before we let the audience hear some of your astounding jokes, this is the one pirate joke that I invented when Fantasy Island came out. I was a real big, big fan of that show, and I've always been a big fan of little people. The plane, the plane. Yes. Now, what, what does if Tattoo were a pirate, what would he say? Walk the plank, the plank. I invented that when I was a little kid. A little kid. Oh my gosh! So tell me your, your play on words started um, started at a very, oh very, um, yes. in, you know, um, what's the word? A oh very, a very sensitive age. I feel like a very influential age where yes. you're like taking in all your surroundings. Or obviously, you must have been oh raised on a boat with with uh, nautical parents. Like they could have well, been pirates. Maybe they weren't pirates. Maybe they were just like. You know, local fishermen or something, but you, well, in your mind, you, you played, you played, um, you played like make believe as you, you were actually pirates. You lived on the ocean. Well, I did. I did live were, on the ocean. Or not a coli. Yeah, uh, we had a raft built from yeah. old tires and uh, palm tree husks. Wow. You'd be surprised how far something like that I'm could get. I'm always before surprised. it breaks apart. That's why I like hanging out with you, Stony, because you always surprise me. I'm always uh, inspired by your, your just outside of the box, <laughs> but genuinely positive and bring up creative. Like you're just you're just massaging the creativity. Thank you. You're bringing thank you. it out of the people. Oh, I love who are it. around so you. Oh my you're god, like, I tried. Let's see. Let's see it's how many boundaries we can like yeah, think outside, right. <laughs> like break right. break people's perceptions of this world yeah, around yeah. us. I yeah. can be creative so on a fun. daily basis. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't totally. have to wait for permission. That's I can right. just, I can just, what, my ideas are solid gold. Isn't it funny? Why do anything, I not give them a chance? I, exactly. Because it's funny because any idea, what's so funny is there are no, uh, uh, my, my buddy Darren told me this. He's a great improv teacher and I've taught for him sometimes. He, he says that there are no bad ideas. They're just unexplored ideas. Yes. Like if they're unexplored, see the only time when uh, an idea dies is when people stop believing in the idea or stop encouraging its existence or diving deeper into developing it. I, was, I had a nightmare that I lost one of my AirPods, so I have to go put it in the case. I'll be right do back. Do it, do it. Quesadilla, quesadilla. All right, we will uh, talk some more later. ideal in your ideal um, 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 in the ideal scene concerning getting liquor at this place what it, what would be the most ideal situation you know with the easiest flowing time where what would be the soonest that you would like to see liquor start being sold here 
I don't know, my boss has got to talk to the ABC and the state's probably got to come into the orange level before right. that happens. Because you got you got a lot of great ideas that they probably haven't thought about or... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even see, I don't see it happening this fall run. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. My boss is supposed to go to the ABC this week, so... Who knows? You know, we'll anything see. could happen. Someone in there might just suddenly go, hey, that's you a great say, idea. get your van. Get out here. Yeah. You know? Oh, my God, yeah. So, I mean, they got... There's two weeks off. The 16th, we're back with Sublime for a doubleheader. Then, wow. ma- then Major Laser. Wait, Sublime is playing two nights in a row? Is no, that what you're saying? Back to back. On, like, oh, like, on the same night? Yeah. They'll, oh, they'll, oh, gotcha. Clear the cars out. Then uh, the 30th is another EDM DJ, TB, TBD, and then Va Va Voom or someone like that on Halloween, you know? In a perfect world. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But the way these guys are looking, they're looking. It. You know, here maybe at the Fairplex at Pomona, which I know is already licensed. Oh yeah, yeah. That doesn't do me any good, but I'll go down there and tell them what I think you could do. Um, right. And if they're looking to do one in the fall, you know, and I'm out in the Greater Palm Springs neck of the woods, and we have a couple licenses at the Polo Grounds. Good. So, so you got, already know how it works, which got, is great. We've got property, so oh, that's great. Wow. I got to grab a Gatorade in this heat, man. Holy cow. Hey man, take care. It was good talking to you. So he's uh, he's been here. He was telling me about how he's trying to get liquor here at the uh, Rubido Drive-In. People are now starting to filter in, it seems. They were going to hold off letting people in until we totally sound-checked. Uh, this is a rarity, but hey, you know, it's all part of it's all part of the creation. There's always a different thing going on. You can't, you know. Who's making noise over there? The this one is has a short to it or something. Yes, Jenny, please. Yes, yes, yes. Are you getting on the list right now? Yeah. Oh, good. All right, very good. Jenny Clendenin comes in. Or she is more appropriately known as Jennifer Shendenin and the Jenanigans. played in that band with us, eh? Couple what was, years now. And what's the name of it again? Los Stellarians. Yeah. And so, how'd you guys find each other? I don't know why you guys didn't play on the cruise. Like, why don't, I know, think, like, he's already there. Why not? I think it was like he didn't want to push it too much because they already yeah, did yeah. it once. Oh, they did. So I think okay. it was more like 
make yeah. it organic. It did, uh, you know? Yeah. So, um, what was I going to say? He found us through my band called Jungle Fire, which is like this Afro-Cuban fun thing. And word of mouth or something. I'll have to check you guys out. Yeah. Jungle Fire? Jungle Fire. Yeah. And all that shit. It was really funny because he texted me. He's like, hey, man, my name's Doug Martinez. I'm in this band called 311. I'm like, I knew who you were, dude. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. So, yeah. So he did he have friends who were in your band, and that's how he was led to your band? Or did he just heard people talking about your band? I think so. I think the option, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's fun, man. It's, and, you know, the idea is just to kind of, whenever 311's not doing something. Yeah. yeah. They're always at the mercy of... Yeah, which is fine. Like, I mean, everyone's so busy. You know? Honestly, yeah. dude, those guys all have families and stuff, so they're not dying to tour all the time. Right. So well, that's what he had said, too. Like, you know, he's just looking to do something a little different. Are you going to chill? I think so. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Sorry. Is there like a? It's S A and like another dude are like the name too. Ryan. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah now it's kind of like a, like a band. Oh, like, yeah? But that's, that's when cool. it started. The records are basically those two. Those two. Yeah. yeah. And Ra- Ryan's in some band, some like EDM duo that's like super huge, and he fucking hates it. <laughs> but he's like, but I make really good money, so I just so, gotta do it. Yeah. So he's nice always problem to have. Yeah. I'm like. Could be worse, man. <laughs> Making all this money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, do you want to go down to uh, yeah. downtown LA? I'll show you about Yeah, I'm making all this money, making music that people like. Yeah, uh, what am uh, I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, could be worse. That's like, you know, when we do like casuals, I work for like West Coast music, we do a lot of weddings and stuff. You guys should hit up when things get back to normal because uh, West Coast, they book so many like corporate gigs and private stuff like huh? it's called West Coast Music okay. and uh, you know like for the wedding bands or just typical cover bands we at least once a week but I mean it's a feel like you guys would be oh yeah you know, we'll trade info you know, that, that is sure. great he's gonna come up on for Call Me Out he's an essays band from 311 oh shit yeah. it's so great um, and you guys are all based out of here, right? Like, uh, LA? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, Valley. Kinda. Valley. Yeah, yeah, Simi Valley. Cool. Hey, Rob. It's so crazy. Every, everywhere we can, Polly knows so many musicians, and it's so funny because wherever we go, he 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 knows people wherever whatever venue we're going to. He's like, oh my gosh, you just stay at a place long enough, and you meet everybody eventually. Yeah, I think if you're just around the scene enough, too. Yeah, like, yeah. You know. I mean, it was crazy. One time I was walking through Ventura, uh, along Ven- in, somewhere in Ventura with my my family, and I just saw a guy out there playing saxophone, and I sent it to him, because, like, anything saxophone, I always, you know, send him a text. He's like, oh, I know that guy. I know him nice. from this. I'm like, oh, God, of course you do. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. It's like... I always tell, like, you know, I teach private lessons, too, and I always tell, like, if you're doing a master class, like, number one thing, I'm like, don't ever... Don't ever lie about like a gig you did, or say you did something you did. Because I'm like, everybody knows everybody, and you can get checked. <laughs> oh real yeah! Time. Oh yeah! I remember once we were like, we were doing this trumpet hang, and this dude fucking like out of the blue is like, oh yeah, man. Like, like what are you up to? He's like, oh, I just did the Tower Power audition, and I got like runner up, and we're like, really? And some dude's just like, called the trumpet player. Tower Power. He's like, yeah. hey man, did you guys have an audition? He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, hey, man, I got the dude. I mean, this guy's Adolfo. Oh, my like, God. I got him on the phone. He's like, dude, this is white. And you're That's like, hilarious. 
It's wow. like you said, example. I don't, I don't tell the names. And I'm wow. Like, don't ever do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's incredible. Yeah. Thanks for a good story. I mean, yeah. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, don't be a jerk. No one wants to hang out with you. That's so oh, true. Yeah. In any business arrangement. Yeah. That's like everyone's replaceable. It's like yeah. no matter what you want to think your ego is. It's like yeah. Yeah. It, I know it sounds cliche, but I, I realize that like if the focus is just simply placed on the enjoyment of, of, of seeing these people enjoyed, you know, then hey, everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. It all turns out all right. Yeah, if you if you get out, you still not wearing a mask. You still not wearing a mask. Yes. Oh yes, absolutely. So if you want if you want sour tea and 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 lukewarm lemonade, then give that to the universe, and that's what you'll get back. That's right. That's right. Like fireworks and like Red Bull and just everything on. Un, yeah, you know the doctors unfettered unfettered and unfiltered. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's like volleyball. It just keeps bouncing, bouncing back. Yeah, you get out what you put into it. Absolutely. It's true yeah. for anything. Exactly. Yeah. What you do like... I want to take a picture of you right now. You know what? Hold on. This is Richard Wilson of Mad Shelley Films, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio.